This installment of Beethoven on Friday was recorded for release on July 16th, 2021. Greetings. This is Terry Noeltow. I welcome you to Beethoven on Friday for July 16th, 2021. In looking back over the installments of Beethoven on Friday that I have recorded since I was invited to do so by the charismatic and charming Lin Yen, she's also very persuasive, who is the executive director of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, the Connecticut not-for-profit entity that makes these broadcasts possible, I realized that it has been way too long since I have presented any of the music that Ludwig van Beethoven wrote for piano and one melody instrument. And basically, they're only sonatas and variations for cello and piano and ten sonatas for piano and violin. He never wrote anything for, say, flute and piano, oboe and piano, clarinet and piano. So, what I propose to do today is to share with you all of the music that Beethoven wrote for cello and piano and violin and piano. And I propose to do it in chronological order. Hope you don't mind. And that means I start with some of the music for cello and piano. Now, several months ago, Lynn asked me to present all of the music for cello and piano, which I did. And I chose to do that with the recordings of that music that were made by my mentor and friend, Pablo Casals. And knowing that Lynn, like me, is a big fan of Rudolf Serkin for the sonatas for cello and piano. I opted for the recordings that Don Pablo made with Rudolf Serkin in Prague in the very early 1950s. Today, I'm going to do something else. One of the great cycles of that music on record is the cycle that was recorded in the late 1940s by Artur Schnabel and his much younger colleague, the great French cellist Pierre Fournier. Beethoven wrote the two cello sonatas that were published as his Opus 5 in 1798. They were written 
in essence, for King Friedrich Wilhelm of Prussia, who was a very fine amateur cellist. And, in essence, they got their premieres in Berlin or Potsdam, I remember not which, with the king playing the cello and Beethoven the pianist. At least I think that was the case. Whatever. If I've gotten it slightly scrambled, a thousand lashes of the wet noodle. These recordings made by Pierre Fournier and Arthur Schnabel were made in sessions held in the number three studio at Abbey Road in London, England on the 23rd and 24th of June, 1948.
recorded in the number three studio at Abbey Road in London, England, on June 23rd and June 24th, 1948. Pierre Fournier cello, Artur Schnabel piano, Ludwig van Beethoven, the two cello sonatas from Opus 5, the cello sonata number 1 in F, Opus 5 number 1, and the cello sonata number 2 in G minor, Opus 5 number 2. It is to be regretted that Artur Schnabel and Pierre Fournier did not record the three sets of variations that Beethoven wrote for cello and piano, but they didn't. So, we have to go elsewhere for the three variation sets. I think, by the way, I may have mistakenly given the year 1798 as the year of Beethoven's concert tour that took him to Berlin and to the court of the King of Prussia. I think I said 1798. It was really 1796. Ah, yes, once again... A thousand lashes of the wet noodle. You can't take me anywhere. However, from 1796 come two of the variation sets. The third was composed five years later, in 1801. Only one of the variation sets was published in Beethoven's lifetime, and it wasn't published until about 1800, 1801, when it appeared as Opus 66. But it was written in 1796. Therefore, I'm going to present the three sets of variations as a set of three pieces, seriatim. The first, the twelve variations on See the Conquering Hero Comes, from George Frederick Handel's oratorio, Judas Maccabeus, which is catalogued as Verca Ona Opus number 45. Then the one set that was published, in Beethoven's lifetime, as Opus 66, which also dates from 1796. The twelve variations on the theme Ein Mädchen oder Weibchen from Wolfgang Amade Mozart's Singspiel Die Zauberflöte, KV 626. And the final set of variations on the theme by Menon Welche Liebe fühlen, also from Die Zauberflöte, Werke ohne Opus number 46, which date 
from 1801. For these three sets of variations, I've chosen the recording that was made by the wonderful English cellist Colin Carr, and he is accompanied by the pianist Thomas Sauer, whose tone is anything but sour.
Ludwig van Beethoven's three sets of variations for cello and piano. The twelve variations on a theme from George Frederick Handel's oratorio Judas Maccabeus, namely the chorus See the Conquering Hero Comes, and those were Verca Ona Opus 45, composed in 1796, then the twelve variations on a theme from Mozart's Die Zauberflöte, Ein Mädchen oder Weibchen, which also were written in 1796, but not published until several years later as Beethoven's Opus 66. And finally, the seven variations on By Menon Welche Liebe fühlen, also from Mozart's Die Zauberflöte, Werke ohne Opus 46, which date from 1801. The cellist Colin Carr, the pianist Thomas Sauer. Colin Carr plays a cello made in Venice in 1730 by Matteo Goffriller. And the first time I heard him play, he played three unaccompanied suites by Johann Sebastian Bach, I said, my God, sounds just like Casals's cello. And Casals played a Goffriller. Ludwig van Beethoven wrote nine of his ten sonatas for piano and violin before he returned to the combination of cello and piano. So, now for a while, we're going to be listening to violin sonatas. When I played the complete cycle earlier, I chose the historic recordings made by Fritz Kreisler, partnered by that wonderful wild man, Franz Rupp, who was a superb pianist. Now, Robert Casazzi, piano, Zeno Francescati, violin. And I must say, I heard them play two of the ten sonatas, in recital. What a thrill it was. Let us start with the Sonata Number no. 1 in D major, Opus 12, Number 1, which was one of three that he wrote in 1798 and were published the following year as his Opus 12. Yes, I know. I cheated with the last set of cello variations. They really should have been played after the Opus 12, but another thousand lashes of the wet noodle. This recording was made in 1960. Roberto Casazzi Piano Zeno Francescati, violin. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata Number no. 1 in D major 
for piano and violin, Opus 12, Number 1.
Robert Cassazzi piano, Zeno Francescati, violin. The two men had been friends since they were in their twenties. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata Number no. One in D Major, for piano and violin, Opus Twelve, Number One. Now, here they are playing the Sonata Number no. 2 in A Major, Opus 12, Number 2. Thank you. 
Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata Number no. Two in A Major for Piano and Violin, Opus Twelve, Number no. Two, Robert Casatzu Piano, Zeno Francescati, Violin. And now here they are playing the Sonata Number no. Three in E Flat Major, Opus Twelve, Number no. Three.
Robert Casazzi, piano. Zeno Francescati, violin. Ludwig van Beethoven. The Sonata Number no. Three, in E flat major, for piano and violin. Marvelous playing, just wonderful. Here they are, in the Sonata Number no. Four in A minor, Opus Twenty Three, which was composed in eighteen hundred eighteen one. As I said. Robert Casatsu, piano, Zeno Francescati, violin.
Kasatsu, piano. Zeno Francescati, violin. Ludwig van Beethoven, the sonata number four in A minor for piano and violin, opus 23. The sonata number five in F major for piano and violin, Opus 24 by Ludwig van Beethoven, the sonata with the nickname The Spring Sonata, is one of the two sonatas that I had the joy of hearing Robert Casazzi and Zeno Francescati play in recital. I'll tell you the circumstances later in the broadcast after I have played their recording of the Kreutzer Sonata. In the meantime, here they are, Robert Casazzi, pianist, Zeno Francescati, violinist, Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata for Piano and Violin, number 5, in F major, opus 24, the Spring Sonata.
Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata Number no. Five in F Major for Piano and Violin, Opus Twenty Four, the Sonata known as the Spring Sonata. Robert Casatzu at the piano, Zeno Francescati, violin. As I said, it was a joy when I was a Princeton student to hear these two gentlemen play that sonata live. There's an interesting story behind that, but I will tell it to you after I play their recording of the Kreutzer Sonata. Now, here are Robert Casazzi and Zeno Francescati playing Ludwig van Beethoven's Piano Sonata Number six in A major, Opus thirty, number one.
Robert Casazzi, piano, Zeno Francescati, violin, Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata Number no. 6 in A major for piano and violin, Opus 30, Number 1. Now, here are Monsieur Casazzi and Monsieur Francescati playing the Sonata Number no. 7 in C minor, Opus 30, Number 2.
Ludwig van Beethoven, the Sonata Number no. Seven, in C Minor, Opus Thirty, Number no. Two, for piano and violin. Robert Casatzu, piano. Zeno Francescati, violin. It has occurred to me that there must be some of you who are perplexed by the fact that I refer to them as sonatas for piano and violin, rather than sonatas for violin and piano. Well, go look at the sources. That's the way Beethoven titled them. It's only posterity that has transformed them into sonatas for violin and piano. I suspect that the same is true of the music for cello and piano. I just never bothered to research the issue. So I'll go with the flow and call them sonatas and variations for cello and piano. <laughs> 